is Hanging Out with Jesus podcast, the place where we help you develop spiritual disciplines, which create space for you to grow in love with God, your neighbor, as yourself. Life can get messy, affecting your joy and passion for the things of Christ. It's through instilling some basic disciplines into your daily lifestyle that can keep you focused and grounded in your faith. Here is the place you can learn to do just that. Hi, Saints. This is Levita, your host of Hanging Out with Jesus podcast and the founder of the Me Project Academy. I'm on a mission to help you, the believer, focus on developing disciplines that will allow you to fulfill God's call on your life with boldness and courage as you stand for Christ in a fallen world. If you're new to this podcast, welcome and consider subscribing at levitabrooks.com. You will receive resources to help you live a more disciplined life. And for the saints of Hanging Out with Jesus podcast who regularly listen in, thanks. I truly appreciate your support and, and hearing how this podcast has been a blessing to you. Please don't forget to share this podcast with others. So go to levitabrooks.com to get started on developing spiritual disciplines, routines, habits to help you do what God's called you to do. Before we begin, if you can, get your Bible, journal, and pen because this is going to be a note-taking kind of episode. So stop what you're doing and come walk with me where we intentionally practice being in the presence of God. Saints, it's time to hang out with Jesus and me. Levita. Lord, you are our provider. You are the one who we lean on when times are rough. You're the one whom we lean on and become overjoyed with in good times. You're one that we lean on when we don't know what is about to happen. You're our God. You've set a plan for us. You have placed us on a mission. You have given us tasks to do. You have given us a purpose in life. But in all that, Father God, you want us to just glorify you to enjoy being in your presence. I pray, Father, that through what has come forth through the teaching on this episode today, that the saints of God will truly hear your word. Hearts are stirred. Lives are changed. Repentance come. Growth increased so that we all can do that and what you called us to do, which is to glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. And amen. Saints, I hope you start a First Corinthians journal. This way, all of your notes will be located in one place. We have some cool-looking ones at levitabrooks.com slash store. Designed with you in mind. 
Well, saints, I'm so excited to be talking to you about this topic. Consider your calling. Think about it. What are we as Christians, believers, followers of Christ called to do? I'm not talking about you as an individual. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Let's, let's start with the basics first. Let's get the basics. First Corinthians, first chapter, lets us know that we are called to be holy. And that's verses one through nine. Called into fellowship. That's verses 10 to 12, 10 to 25. And called to glorify God. That's verses 26 to 31. So let's take a look at that. One, called to be holy. That's verse one through nine. We found out those who believe in Christ Jesus through faith are called saints. And when they come together collectively, they are called the church, which means a called out people who have been set apart for God, by God, who has given us salvation and spiritual gifts in which we are guaranteed by the Holy Spirit within us and the word of God. God has guaranteed our salvation by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. The Bible before us, that, that, that God will keep His Word. Contract, you know, God will keep His, his contract, His Word, to save us to the very end. And I got to add this. It's in 1 Peter 1, verse 15 to 16. But as He who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. Oof. Mm, 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 mm. That's, a, that's a blessing. Two, called into fellowship. And I see that was verses 10 to 25. Fellowship here, we're talking about one another. We are brethren or our brothers. You can, that's, you find that in verse 10 and 26. That's what call Paul is when he speaks to the church of Corinth. He's calling them brethren, brothers. We belong to one family. There should be no division, competition, comparing one pastor to another, following one man more than Jesus Christ, combining philosophical points of views and political points of views or a different school of thoughts to the Bible. Because all of that's like man's knowledge. You know, the, the Bible's God's wisdom. And we, t- we talked more about that in episode 48. Now, three, this is where we are now. Called to glorify God, verses 26, 31. Now we are, this is this way we are. So let's read. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 26 to 31. And as usual, I'll be reading from the ESV. <laughs> First Corinthians one, verse 26 to 31 reads, For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, 
you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 26 to 31. Now remember, we talked about the background of the Church of Corinth in episode 47. The Corinthians were considered a prideful, puffed up, boastful, arrogant group of people. I like the way Paul called them out by saying that not many, which allowed their high-mindedness to not become overly offended before he threw out the punch, which was, so that no human being might boast in the presence of of God in verse 29. (laughs) You see, God called the saints out in the church of Corinth, not because of their financial status or the color of their skin or the title celebrity status or royalty, but God called them out in spite of what they were, arrogant, prideful, and boastful. Y'all, do you seriously think you can buy your way into heaven or be Christian goody-two-shoes or the color of your skin or who you know or studied under or your birthright is going to get you into heaven? Some people think that God only saves the low lives. Hey, <laughs> he saves the high-minded life with all the in-betweens because God sees the people, the person he created as his. There is none wiser than God. It's hard for a wise person to understand how God changes a sinner into a saint, let alone can forgive a person who's done horrendous deeds. They can't even duplicate. Man can't duplicate what God does, even though he tried to in his movies, books, science, and philosophy, and mathematics. All this does is show our weaknesses as humans, our frailty, and foolishness. Saints, when we begin to glorify other men for their knowledge and follow them instead of Christ, we are robbing God of the glory that he alone deserves. You see, this was a big deal at the Church of Corinth. Remember, they were saying, I follow Paul, I follow Paulus, that thing. Yes. So in, in verse 12, and that was causing a, a, a whole lot of problems. This is why verse 26 stood out to me so much. It says, for consider your calling brothers. Or you can, some versions say brethren. Right there tells you, brothers, brother. We're in this, we're a family. We're in this together, you know? And once again, Paul had to remind them who they are. When you know who you are and from whom you came, you begin to reflect it, resemble the one whom you call your God. For for example, for example, when I was growing up, my grandmother always told me that I was a Richardson. Davida, you're a Richardson. Richardsons don't act that way. Richardsons don't do those things. Well, that took root. But you know what else took root? As 
I became a believer in Christ Jesus, as I grow in Christ Jesus, you know what came root? I am a child of the true and living God. Therefore, I need to act a certain way, do things a certain way, because God has already set me apart. And that's the same for you. No, no, no. It's not, it's not thinking that you're better than anyone else. It's simply knowing who you are. Think about it. Your name, when people call your name, you know something about yourself when you hear that name. Well, when I hear, I am a child of the true and living God. And, and because I've embraced it, I understand that I am somebody in Christ Jesus. I'm special. God loves me. And no, I'm not better than anyone else. That's not even a part of the thought processes. It's just clear in my head that I belong to the true and living God. I'm his. And so are you. Therefore, there should not be any competition or, or, or anger or jealousy or hatred. It's not about that. Being in Christ means that you have all that you need. Therefore, don't compare yourself to anyone or, or try to prove that you are better than another person. That's just foolishness and unfruitful. Run your race so that you will win and do it the best of your ability given to you by God. We each have given, been given a race to run. Do yours. Stop looking at other people's. Do yours. Encourage other people. Help them. When, when, when you have the ability to help them or when God touches your heart to help them, then you help them. You encourage them. You build them up. But you don't look at what they're doing and judge it. You don't look at what they're doing and say, because you're not following Pastor so-and-so over here like I am, then something is wrong with you. No, 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 no. That, 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 that's not it. You run your race because you've been given a task. And I guarantee you, your race is going to be bountiful. Listen, in Christ, you have become the righteousness of God. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. Righteousness refers to your standing before God which means we have been saved from the penalty of sin. You have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer you living, but Christ who lives in you. That's Galatians 2.20. This refers to you having a new life. And it's not what it was before you were in Christ. It's different. Saints, y'all different. You should be different. Then when <laughs> you are in Christ <laughs> and you should be growing to become even more different. You know what I'm saying? You are sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 11. Saint sanctification means set apart to belong to God and to serve him. We are saved from the power of sin. 
<laughs> because we're in Christ. You have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Ephesians 1 verse 7. You are set free. Y'all, Christ paid the price for our sin on the cross. And this will lead to complete redemption when Christ returns, which is, you know, that's when we'll be saved from the presence of sin. Y'all, we are saved. You are saved. So stop doing as the Corinthians, following the standards of the world, identifying with human leaders, pleasing yourself, especially with shiny things and people, boasting about other men and creating division in the church. But instead, live up to your holy calling, which is to glorify God and his grace. Dig through God's word daily to find out more about who he is, because it is in him that you will find yourself and what his standards are for you to follow, and to learn of his wisdom. The objective is to know God more than you know the, the world's standards so that you won't be so easily persuaded or sidetracked in believing a lie or living a lie. There is a book I read by Rod Dreher, D-R-E-H-E-R, called Live Not By Lies which shares how a government or a people can easily, slowly trick you into believing a lie. It's, it's worth to read, y'all, if you get a chance. Also, if you haven't taken a 21-day challenge, click on the link in the show notes because it will help you focus on who God is and who you are in Him. It's free, and and that'd take you um, up to about 30 minutes of your time for 21 days. Spend time with God. Glorify Him. Spend time giving Him praise, worshiping Him, thinking about His goodness and His grace. Saints, I can't emphasize it enough. You have to know who your God is so that your walk and talk will cause people to flock to Christ. Consider your calling. Let's end in prayer. Father, our Father and our God, we we magnify your holy and righteous name. We glorify you, Father God, above all that is and ever shall be. We glorify you, Father God. We exalt your name. You are a loving and a caring God. We thank you. We thank you for what you have called us to do. Help us, dear Lord God, to have clarity on our calling. Help us to do what you called us to do in the way that you called us to do it so that you will get the glory, so that our brethren will be built up and encouraged to do what you call them to do. So, Father God, we thank you and we praise you. (laughs) In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. 
So saints, until we meet again on the airways, intentionally and daily, hang out with Jesus. Shalom.